Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right. Well, welcome to this hour of the program. It is afternoons on News Talk 770. Rob Breckenridge with you uh, on this Stampede Friday. A lot to get to still on the program today, and we'll certainly have lots of time for your phone calls. Obviously, uh, with the election in May of last year, Alberta politics changed forever. The decades-old PC dynasty came to an end. Uh, first ever NDP majority government in Alberta. Uh, but it looks as though Alberta politics is going to change even more over the next couple of years and the lead-up to the 2019, presumably, the 2019 provincial election. This week, long-serving Calgary MP Jason Kenney announced that he was bowing out of federal politics and is going to enter the fray here in Alberta. He's going to seek the leadership of the PC Party of Alberta. They will choose a new leader in March of next year. But as he detailed yesterday, his plans go beyond just that. Talks with the Wild Rose Party, the creation of a new United Conservative Party, a leadership race in that party, and then contesting the 2019 provincial election. A lot of questions about how this is all going to play out and a lot to talk about as we welcome Jason Kenney to the program here this afternoon. Mr. Kenney, thank you so much for joining us. Great to be here, Rod. Thanks very much. All right. Well, look, you you went fairly quiet after the federal election. As I understand, you you, you did some some soul searching your your place in politics and what you wanted to do do next. There were rumors that maybe you were going to pursue the federal conservative party leadership. So, how did you arrive at the decision that you announced this week? Well, you're right. I uh, first of all, after the election, uh, I was grateful, of course, to be reelected by my Calgary Mendipore constituents with. Uh, nearly 70% of the vote, but um, uh, the Conservative government uh, uh, lost, and uh, I wanted to take some time to, first of all, decompress after 10 long years of uh, an incredibly high pace. I, I, I gather I'd been spent about 2,000 nights on the road in the previous decade, so I needed to uh, come back to ground and spend a lot of time back here in Alberta. Um, and, um, you know, shortly after that, starting last December or so, I started to get approached by a lot of people um, in Alberta, uh, saying that they thought I should come come back home and help to fix basically the broken political system we have here right now. Um, and at first, I, I kind of didn't take that very seriously. I didn't see a pathway to unite free enterprisers in Alberta. And there were a lot of folks at the same time, and the Federal Conservative Party encouraged me to consider playing a, a role in its renewal through its leadership. So it wasn't until just a few weeks ago I began to look at this more closely and I realized that, that there may be a pathway to bring together uh, free enterprise, like-minded Albertans into one united coalition, like we did federally, and that would be uh, through the Progressive Conservative Party leadership that will be happening next spring, um, because uh, uh, this is an opportunity for grassroots Albertans to, uh, to speak up to elect a pro-unity candidate uh, with a mandate to unite with uh, uh, the Wild Rose and other Albertans. And that's really what, I, what ultimately my thinking 
uh, how my thinking developed over the past few months. Right. And as you say, you're thinking beyond the PC party. But in, in the meantime, you are going to try to convince members of that party to make you the leader. You, you seem to many to be maybe an odd fit in the PC party. And, and your, your campaign is basically make me the leader so I can bring about an end to this party. No, it's not to bring about an end to anything. It's about a new beginning. It's about a fresh start. Um, and this is exactly what we did in 2003 uh, when the federal progressive conservative party came together with the, Re- the reform party's um, basic structure, the Canadian Alliance, to form the Conservative Party of Canada that went on to win three federal elections and was the longest serving conservative government in Canadian history. And I think, you know, while we made mistakes, we did a, a pretty darn good job. And um, so really what I'm proposing is that we recreate that federal coalition in Alberta here provincially. Rob, let me tell you, in the last, in, in 2015, excuse me, 2015, the federal Conservative Party won 1.2 million votes in Alberta. And just a few months prior in the provincial election, the PCs and Wild Rose won about 400,000 apiece. That is to say, when you build a bigger coalition, a lot more people to come and join it. Um, in this case, 400,000 more people. And uh, so all I can say is the federal coalition has been a tremendous success. Um, we have a diversity of opinions, but it's a principled free enterprise party. And I think if we could do that nationally across 10 provinces, three territories, two languages, a lot more history and complexity and bitterness in, in the past, it would be so much easier to do it here in Alberta. Well, but there are a lot of steps. It's 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 not going to be easy, which I, I think you recognize. Now, obviously, if, if you were to win the leadership, you, you would bring with it a, a mandate for change. But at the same time, when you talk about that merger that occurred federally, party members had a direct say on whether they wanted to, to merge. Do you envision a, a similar scenario? Would party members have a direct say on creating a new party and merging with the Wild Rose? That's, yes, absolutely. It's, it's essential. I laid this out yesterday at a news conference in Edmonton. I laid out my five-point plan for unity, and the key part of it is what I call the grassroots guarantee. Um, just to walk you through the five-point plan very quickly, it involves electing a PC leader next spring with a clear mandate to achieve unity of free enterprise in Alberta, and then to begin negotiations with the Wild Rose Party on the creation of a new party. I'm absolutely confident we can come to a, a really sound agreement that that, um, the vast majority of people will buy into, then um, we would refer that agreement to the um, members of those two parties in referendums where the grassroots members could decide. um, And if a clear majority of the grassroots members approve of it, then we would set up the new party. We're talking now mid-2017. It would then have a its own leadership election. Um, and by the beginning of 2018, about 18 months from now, you would have a new united opposition party getting ready to um, uh, contest the 2019 election. So the key part of that is the grassroots guarantee, because we all know what went wrong in uh, December of 2014 in that, that floor-crossing deal. Um, which lacked accountability, it lacked democracy. There was the, the members that, and Albertans were shut out of that. They mm-hmm. must make this decision. I see my candidacy as being a voice, a vehicle for grassroots Albertans who do not want to risk a second term of the economically disastrous NDP. 
Now, you, you've talked about creating a new party, which recognizes the, the odd reality in Alberta where parties can't technically merge. Uh, so a new party would be created, theoretically, then the other two parties would, would cease to exist. But if, if there are those, even if they're in a minority in either party, to say, well, we still want to keep this, this party going, we're going to lay claim to these assets, it, I mean, it just seems like it could, could, could be legally messy, potentially. But as I said when I when I launched this campaign on Wednesday here in Calgary, Rob, uh, there's going to be a million um, naysayers who, well, excuse me, not a million naysayers, but there's going to be a, a number of naysayers who come up with thousands of reasons why this uh, could not or should not happen. I think all of those are technical issues um, which can be overcome. Albertans are can-do people. We don't uh, stop doing something important because we run across some obstacles. Now, I, I'm absolutely certain that we can find a, a simple legal way to create the new party and, to, and to effectively fold the two current parties into it. Yes, they may not be able to transfer financial assets, but who really cares, frankly? There's, there isn't much assets to speak of. The assets are the people. The assets are the people, the voters. And what they want, overwhelmingly, the polling indicates that two-thirds of the voters of the PC and Wild Rose parties want a single united free enterprise party. And that's before one is even being concretely proposed. You know, if I doubt back to 2003 when we brought together the PCs and the Canadian Alliance, over 90% of the grassroots members of both parties endorsed it. So where there is a will, there is a way, and I am certain there is an overwhelming will for unity amongst Albertans. All right. Something else you addressed yesterday, and the question of how now you disentangle yourself, essentially, from federal politics and, and your duties as an MP. Uh, what is your timeline then? What of your MP salary and what of your, your MP pension then? Well, uh, I've made it clear that as soon as the PC leadership election starts, I'll be resigning my seat uh, in the House of Commons, Calgary, Midnaport. I want to serve out my uh, mandate as long as I can until the PC leadership election actually begins, which is October the 1st. I'll be back in Ottawa uh, working to speak up for Albertans, for uh, our energy industry for um, our economy against the tax increases being proposed by Justin Trudeau. Um, and uh, so I'll continue to, to work for my constituents, uh, provide my constituents with that service, represent them in Ottawa until the PC leadership begins. In terms of the pension, <laughs> you know, when I was elected back in 1997, coming from the Taxpayers Federation, uh, a key part of my mission was to reform the MP pension plan. And it's, it went through a couple of, uh, I, first of all, I refused to actually enroll in it when I got elected. I sent a letter to the administration of parliament saying, don't re-enroll me. I refuse to sign the enrollment forms. Um, and uh, and yet they've gone ahead and taken, uh, I, I don't know, hundreds, a couple hundred thousand dollars, I think, of um, pension premiums from my paychecks. They've enrolled me against my stated desire to be exempted from it. Uh, but most importantly, I fought for, and ultimately under the Harper Majority Government, achieved a fundamental total reform of the MP pension plan, where it's now on a self-funding basis. Um, the government contribution is equal to the uh, MP's contribution. The retirement age is 65. So we finally got that done. That was a great achievement, and uh, uh, I'm proud of that. In terms of the, the ideas uh, that you'll be discussing in this race and, and how you would do things differently, and, and even, I think, the need to define conservatism, it's, it's a pretty easy platitude for a lot of people in Alberta politics to say, oh, absolutely, I'm fiscally conservative. Uh, there, there are, you know, it runs the, the gamut from virtually all parties where I'm sure they'd give that kind of an answer. So how do you define what conservatism is and what it is you're going to encourage people to unite around? 
Well, on the, on the point you just made, I hear a lot of people say they're fiscal conservatives, but they don't act like it when they're in office. And, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Do you, do you reduce taxes? Do you give more power to people to make their own choices? Um, do you restrain spending when necessary and try as much as possible to keep balanced budgets? And uh, that is the standard for me. Look, uh, I am an unhyphenated conservative. Um, I, I believe that the most effective way of helping people to realize their their God-given potential is through the free market, the creative power of the market. And and I I believe in the power of of civil society, of families, of individuals, of voluntary organizations. I think as much as possible, the government should get out of their way. But we do, of course, need uh, government there to to support um, those uh, who who sometimes need help for no for uh, no reason of theirs and uh, provide quality public services like health care and education so i'm a i'm a mainstream canadian conservative and i am uh i share the deep anxiety of albertans about what is going on in this province right now a government that does not reflect their values that has helped to drive us into a recession that it has unemployment at its highest level in two decades, the worst job losses since the early 1980s, businesses going out, going under, and a government which is making it worse through massive tax increases, massive anti-enterprise regulations, shutting down entire industries like coal, um, and uh, running up $50 billion in debt. So I think the job number one of a new United Conservative government must be uh, to, to get the Alberta economy back on track. Well, there are those who say that you're a social conservative. Do you reject that label? I'm an unhyphenated conservative. Um, so I, uh, you know, you know, I'm a I'm a conservative who believes. Yes, I respect tradition, and I think the family is the most important institution of society. Um, I believe parents should have ultimate authority for and responsibility for their their kids' education, not politicians. Uh, I believe in, in freedom of conscience and freedom of religion. Um, and I think, I, I would hope that most of those are values that all conservatives believe in. Well, okay, but uh, the same, by the same token, I mean, for example, this week you, you spoke more than once about social engineering in schools, that, that you've accused the current government of doing that. What, what do you mean by that? Well, actually, what I said, Rob, is that uh, when the NDP government announced it recently, its intention for, quote, radical changes to the Alberta education curriculum, uh, that concerns me deeply. I don't hear them talking about um, measurable improvements in the academic results in uh, numeracy or literacy. If that's really what they were focused on, I would support it. But we've seen this kind of talk in the past. It often means adopting um, pedagogical fads, you know, f- fads and fashions in teaching, like the what was done in the, to the teaching of, of maths in our school a few years ago, schools a few years ago. But I, I'm also concerned, I think, as I think many Alberta parents are, that there's a political agenda. Everything the NDP does is ideological. These are these are socialist. This is socialist government. Uh, they were uh, elected um, in a sense by accident because I don't think people expected that they were going to be getting a a socialist government in Alberta when they cast their understandable protest votes. And I think they want um, to impose elements of their political agenda in the school curriculum. I think that politics has no place in the classroom, and any curriculum changes should only uh, follow extensive consultations amongst parents and should not be introduced unless there is broadly a consensus. 
amongst parents. Right. No, yeah, fair enough. And I think most people would agree with that. Um, in terms, though, of the NDP and, and implementing Bill 10, which was passed by the PC government and making sure that, uh, that the rights of students, uh, be they uh, regarding sexual orientation, gender identity, that those rights are protected. There were those who have described the implementation of Bill 10 as social engineering. Is Were you not referring to that then? Well, no, I was referring specifically to the... Um the curriculum changes. You, you know, actually, where I uh, I picked up the phrase was in, from the Calgary Herald editorial cartoon, which I think uh, uh, <laughs> colorfully depicted where the NDP was going with this uh, radical change to our curriculum. I um, you know, let's be blunt about this. this. These are these are ideologues running the NDP government. Um, they want to impose their left wing socialist values in our society. And I'm just saying, keep your politics out of the classroom, please. Keep it in the legislature. Uh, let me get your reaction to, to the mayor's comments today, Mayor Nenshi, uh, who referred to you as a friend. Uh, but he said, though, quote, it's really dangerous to refer to any government as an accidental government without insulting the people who voted for them. It goes on to say if he's running a campaign that is free of ideology and social engineering, that will be awesome. It will be totally different for him, but it will be awesome. Your, your reaction to what the mayor said today? I'm not exactly sure what he means by that, but um, the... Um um, I, I guess the my point is, look, my, I'll tell you what my campaign is about. I'm not, it's not about whatever Nancy might imagine it to be about. My campaign is about recreating a sense of um, freedom, hope, and opportunity um, for Albertans uh, to overcome this government that's driving our problems as economy into the ditch. It's about the hundreds of Albertans I've spoken to in recent months who have either lost their jobs or are afraid of doing so, uh, who've lost their businesses, uh, who are struggling to keep their heads above water and cannot understand why they have a government that gets up every morning trying to make it even worse with new taxes, with uh, new regulations, with um, higher business costs. And and uh, the, the, I get the distinct impression that most Albertans want to return, uh, want a government that reflects their values, that's focused on, on free enterprise, on sound economic management. But understand we can only get to that if we have unity uh, amongst free enterprise Albertans in the political system. So that's my focus. It's, uh, it's to unite Albertans so that we can defeat the NDP in 2019 and get this province back on the right track. All right. Jason Kenny, we'll leave it there. Appreciate you making some time for us here today, and um, I'm sure we'll have an opportunity uh, to speak again. It's going to be interesting. Thanks very much, Rob. Cheers. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Jason Kenny, uh, now declared candidate for the PC leadership here in Alberta. And as he says, uh, as of October, when the race, I guess, officially starts, he will resign his seat uh, in Calgary, Midnapore. Uh, so I guess that'll be two upcoming federal by-elections uh, that'll be taking place in Calgary, maybe more. I am curious to see, and maybe not just in Calgary, but uh, elsewhere in Alberta. Right, There were a number of MPs who were at his uh, event launch this week. Some there as just curious observers. Others there maybe to test the waters a little bit. I, I would not be surprised in the least to see other MPs in Alberta, conservative MPs in Alberta. So you know what? I want to be a part of Alberta politics if Jason Kenney is a part of Alberta politics. Jason Kenney is going to be the leader of a new new United Conservative Party. I want to be a part of that. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see uh, other federal politicians in Alberta decide that uh, they too want to make the move to provincial politics.
974-8255 is our telephone number. You can text us at 770-770. What did you make of Jason Kenney's comments here this afternoon? Uh, did he address any of the questions you were hoping he'd address? Or, or do you still have questions about his campaign and where he's coming from as a politician? Let's take a break. We're going to come back. We'll get your reaction, your thoughts. we got some uh, open time right through the top of the hour. It's afternoons on Newstalk 770. We're back after this.